Okay, we're live. All right, hey everybody, welcome back to the one where my name is Carl. I'm your host, and on the buttons, Mr. We have Arslan back. Hello. Hello. Happy New Year, my friend. Yeah, Happy New Year to you too. So, uh, what was the cringiest Christmas moment that you had over the over the holiday period? Ooh, that really putting me on the spot. Yes, I am, man. Oh. <laughs> the cringiest moment. Um, I don't know. It was kind of just wholesome. Wholesome. That's yeah. pretty cringy, though, I, to be fair. It was pretty cringy, the whole of it, I guess, yeah. So what was... Okay, so who did the cooking in your house then? Because I know you went back uh, to Manchester. To yeah, my, my 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 mom and my sisters. And it was my first, like, proper, like, 25th of December Christmas. Ah, so back what... Back home, we just celebrated on on New Year's. Okay, so what... Did, so how did you find the Christmas traditions here in the UK? I actually think I prefer it. I, I think it makes more sense that you kind of like with your family on 25th and until New Year's, you kind of like just get a bit tired of it. Yeah. And then on New Year's, you just go with your friends. It's great. Yeah. And I just remember the cringiest moment actually was definitely we tried to play Game of Thrones board game and it just got a bit intense. How? Okay. It's a very how, intense game. How does... Recommend it with families. Okay. Friends. Okay. So what was the Game of Thrones board game? This is really... I have to know this now. It's kind of like, do you know Catan? Yes, Settlers of Catan. I know it well, yes. Like Catan, but just with more like Game of Thrones stuff where you can like backstab and do all sorts of stuff. Classic but family games, brilliant. It's, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> all right, so we'll get back to you in a minute, buddy. But in the hot seat today, we have Mr. Jamie Allerton. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. Uh, how are you doing, my man? Good. I'm right. good. I'm uh, tired. I stink. Ah, you smell lovely. Oh, thank you. It's fine. <laughs> Like, we're men. We're not meant to smell nice. Exactly. That's why I've been rubbing ashtrays on me <laughs> all day. Just different weather spoons, different ashtrays. That's excellent. So, um, how have you been, my dude? Because it's been a while. Yeah, good. Good. Nice Christmas. Had that January slump of not going to comedy gigs, which was nice. Mm. How did, yeah. yeah so, so, did you genuinely find the break? Like how, how did you find the little comedy break? Sorry. I love it. I, it's so weird how, like, you've seen this when you get a text saying the gig's cancelled. I'd say about 80% of comedians are like, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> oh, I, stupid hobby slash job mm. that I'm doing. I don't have to do it and I can stay in. <laughs> you can stay in and yeah. just complete Netflix or whatever it is, right? Yeah, Christmas is like a little mini COVID break where you don't have to do any of the thing that you've changed your life to do. Yes. <laughs> so did you go back home for Christmas? Did yeah, yeah. I, got, I went back up to Liverpool, okay. um, which is good because last year... Uh, I had my bags packed mm -hmm. and I was ready to go back up and then Boris came on the TV and he was like nope <laughs> yeah you can't go and I was like well you know what I'm a chancer I'm young and I wouldn't say healthy but I'm young <laughs> ish and uh, so I was like I was messaging my parents like yeah I'll, I'll come back up and my mum and dad were like nah don't bother <laughs> <laughs> and my housemates had already gone home. <laughs> so I got to spend Christmas, well, most of Christmas paid alone, but I went and saw some friends on Christmas Day. That's sweet. Got pretty hammered. Oh, good for you. Yeah, but then, uh, yeah, this year I went back up, uh, had a good Christmas. With the family and that. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So, um, obviously you're from Liverpool, right? How, when did you move down, when, when did you do the move down to London? <laughs> it was pretty weird because I, uh, I spent like a decade in the Midlands. Mm -hmm. So I went to uni there. Where about what you need to go uh, to? Northampton. Okay. The illustrious Northampton University, which was out of a list of 260 universities in the UK, voted 258. <laughs> I mean, so, it's, on, it's on the list. It's yeah. on. Yeah, that's there fine. There were two other universities that are worse than us. Name them. Name <laughs> them. I don't think they know their universities. Like, I think one is a library where people just come in and check out books. <laughs> uh, and one's like a swimming pool where there's been an admin error. <laughs> Um, <laughs> an over 18 swimming pool <laughs> yeah they're like do you want a degree you can swim can't you yeah. it's a bit like getting your 50 meters isn't it yeah <laughs> but to be fair that's what most degrees are they're just pieces of paper which don't oh my my degree has been useless uh, apart from like i learned how to drink from a shoe <laughs> i guess because uh, I, oh. did, I did film studies as well. Ah, okay. The most useless of the useless degrees. Oh, I can do one better for you, sir. <laughs> Are you media I, studies? I did youth studies. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, there's always youths around. There is, all, there is always youths. Yeah. <laughs> there will never be a shortage of young people in this world. Well, 
Well, we'll see. We'll see how 10 years go. Was that weird telling people, like, in nightclubs, what are you studying? You're like, I study youths. I do, yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't the aphrodisiac that I thought it might be. <laughs> What's the age range for youth studies? Um, yeah, what do you mean, the, to get on the course? or to... As in, like, what are you studying? Um, you're studying childhood 3D. A lot of it is childhood 3D ages. And, you talk, and there is an element of media and film in there because, yeah. obviously, there's youth cultures. Um, so we studied a lot of music and uh, where a lot of sub cultures came from so it was genuinely quite interesting but it just was a bit of a boner kill to be honest <laughs> i mean what's your passion what... kids yeah <laughs> just what kids are up to i love it yeah imagine saying that but in an oceana nightclub <laughs> oh God, i've worked in oceanas before oh and that's there's probably about 10 percent people creepier than that just at, at the door at any time <laughs> oh i know and usually they're the people like well they're the people in the pop in the pop room who are about 20 years too old to be down in the pop room yeah i, I worked uh do you know, do you know the oceana lava ignite yes oh, i did yeah i worked in there once on a new year's eve oh geez on the vip bar and i made one pound in tips who was the vip i was in the vip bar they call it the VIP bar. It's just people who'll pay an extra tenner okay. on New Year's <laughs> Eve. So, like, arseholes. Oh. I did get to get someone kicked out, though, which was fun. That's amazing. Some fellow, he was buying, like, a £100 bottle of champagne. And then he asked for two cans of Red Bull, and I was like, and that's £3 as well. And he was like, I've just bought a £100 bottle of champagne. You can't give me them for free. I was like, it's not... I'm not trading stuff. This isn't my bar, personally. It still comes out of my stock. Does he not know that this is... A, well, it's not like you're working for a massive corporation. No, well, no, he's just an arsehole. Yeah. I mean, Northampton is primarily full of arseholes, which is why I spent a decade there. And guess where my core audience is? <laughs> but I love the Saints. <laughs> um, so... These, obviously oh, from, sorry, you asked no, why, why was it in no, that's all right. the journey? That's fine. No, no, don't worry about it. This is there is there is a li there's almost no thread line in this. But. Yeah, so uh, I spent a decade in Northampton, enough to lose my accent so that when I moved back to Liverpool, people thought I was a southerner. Yeah. Uh, I spent a year in Liverpool, uh, did uh, the hot water comedy course mm -hmm. there, um, and then after three gigs, one of my best friends called me crying, saying she was getting a divorce. And she was moving to London. <laughs> Did I want to go with her? And I was like, yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved down to London, started gigging here. All um, right. So yeah, I'd only done, by the time I moved down, I'd only done seven gigs. Okay. Uh, I moved down fresh-faced. And then the big smoke ate you up, did it? Yeah, I was like, ooh, six pound a pint. Yes, yes please. Mate, yes, six pound a pint, and I have to bring someone for the pleasure of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you first start out, that's great. Can you come watch me do comedy? Oh, is it in a great venue? Um, Can you come watch me? <laughs> it's in a venue. Yes, we will call it a venue. They have a license. Yeah. They can sell you alcohol. <laughs> they can sell you alcohol, and I may buy you half of a pint. <laughs> and some of them will demand you have alcohol. <laughs> yes. I mean, no names, obviously, mm. but they can't really, they don't really do that anymore, do they? They don't really demand, well, no. They don't demand it, but they do slyly say, please put money behind the bar. Yeah, they get annoyed if you bring your own ketamine in and you're like, I'm just having a wild time <laughs> on my own. <laughs> How's any, I'm, I, I, I've definitely seen people do that. Definitely. Yeah, I've, well, I've, I'm not naming any names, but I've uh, emceed a gig where one of the acts was on MDMA and we had to bring him off because, uh, in his words, he had a limited amount of words in front of him that he could use up <laughs> during his set. And as he was burning through them, he was panicking because he was like, I've only got 20 words left. <laughs> and the whole audience was like, what are you talking about? How do you burn? How do you know the amount of words that you've said? I think he saw them like on a panel in front of him. Like what? he was running out of words. Like he had all the words popping up that he was going through in his set. Have you seen the Eddie Murphy movie, A Thousand Words? Yes. Oh <laughs> well, my I haven't God. seen it, but I know the concept. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. like that. <laughs> he can see like the the, the tree, the, the leaves on the tree falling yeah. down. I mean, in a way it was inspiring. I think we should all do sets where you're like, you, you can only do 50 words and you have to be on MDMA. Well, 
Maybe not the second one, but the first one. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you woke modern comedians, won't even give yourself risk of a heart attack. Listen, I, I, I only do drugs if they're from the weight Joe's free from. All right, <laughs> that's that's my that's my that is my prerequisite. I so. will only do them if the guy in the toilet who gives me them seems okay. Yes. <laughs> if he's wearing a tie, I'll be like, yeah, go on then. You've got a tie. I'll only do them if he's got dreadlocks and <laughs> has a free Tibet t-shirt. <laughs> um, they never did free Tibet, did they? They never did. Uh. That's... It's kind of a shame. I think we should start a campaign. Arsene, can we can we free Tibet with this podcast? Yes. Okay, cool. Tibet is innocent. Yeah, Tibet is innocent. Please free it <laughs> right now. Um, so what's it been like seeing Liverpool kind of become a cultural hub for comedy? Because obviously it was known for its music previously, but in the most in the more recent years. <laughs> it's great. It feels like being that guy who left the Beatles before they became the Beatles. <laughs> Because hot water <laughs> comedy right now is huge. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, like um, when I moved down, uh, it was it was to help my friend, and London was the place to get like seven gigs a week. Yeah. So I don't think I'd be the comedian I am now Without if moving. I hadn't moved down. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely would have been nice to get in with that crowd. Mm. Um, but I've gigged at hot water a couple of times. You know, they're nice guys. Yeah, they seem it. And I have to, obviously, when I'm down here, I'm a northerner down here. Yeah. And I have to run through my set quickly whenever I go up to Liverpool and be like, mm. oh, the cheeky chappy thing doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I'm just I'm just one of you lot. <laughs> do you feel like you sometimes have to, like, put on... I don't, do you dial up the northerness a little bit when you're on stage? I do Scouse face, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> not just up there, but, uh, well, yeah, because... I think like a month into university when I was calling home to my mum, she was like, why are you doing that with your voice? Stop it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just take like accents quite quickly. Yeah. Uh, and then I spent a long time living with a Brummie as well. So that chipped away <laughs> at anything uh, like Scouse in my, in my accent. But yeah, when I, when I go and do hot water, I'll definitely, it's not, it's still a part of me. So I don't think it's like, uh, I'm not cheating or lying. No. Um, it's just that you you approach different gigs a different way. Same as if I do a stag do down here mm. for a rowdy fright gig, a Friday night gig, I'll probably be more scouse. What's the most crazy gig? The what's the most crazy crowd you've had? Uh, crazy. Well, I did a boxing ring once. What? Um, which was weird. That was it was like a white collar or blue collar boxing. That's it. Isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Blue collar boxing and uh, the the, the organisers had decided it'd be a good idea to have in between the fights entertainment uh so and that is you <laughs> so not several comedians just one rapper one guitar based sing like acoustic singer okay and one comedian <laughs> and what? we got paid an exposure which normally i mean everyone knows about getting paid an exposure <laughs> and i was like oh i can just cancel on this guy because he's you know, he's waffling, and I probably and it was in Northampton. He'd seen me do a gig in Northampton, but this is after I'd moved to London. Mm. And uh, he he was like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll uh, like tag you in all our socials, and you'll get loads of followers." I was like, "Yeah, sure." And I had friends in Northampton, so I was like, "It's always fun to go there for a gig." Mm. And then um, the day after I spoke to him, I got like six hundred followers on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm gonna have to go you have to do, do this it. gig." <laughs> and uh, there was about four hundred people, but. Every between each fight, they wanted to go to the bar. Ah. Oh. So about seventy percent of the people got up <laughs> to go to the bar, and they're like, "You up?" <laughs> and so I was in the ring. Uh, I don't know if you've been ever heckled by four different sides of a room. Um, um that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was kids running around as well. Oh, oh. good. And the the microphone was crackly. Oh. So it was a, it was a wireless mic, and even every time you'd think like, oh, I've got I've got them on side, like there's two Toby Carveries in Northampton, and I've got a lot of Toby Carvery material. So I was burning through that. Every time you get to a punchline, the microphone, <laughs> like, oh god, right, look, the the punchline on that one, guys, you missed that, but the idea is I've got gravy on my shit. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, some some kid behind me, he was like 17, and he 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 shouted, he said to his mate call him family guy because i go that's one of my most original uh, yeah. heckles that i get yeah. family guy 
Cool. Why? Why? why, why? I get, well, I wear glasses normally. I'm not wearing my glasses now, but I do. I, I'll take it. I look yeah, a bit like yeah. Family Guy. Yeah. Um, uh, but I heard this lad behind me go, call him Family Guy to his mate. And I picked up on it and turned around. I was like, why don't you fucking say it? <laughs> and then I laid into him for like five minutes because I was like, I need to get through my time and material isn't working here. Yeah. That's probably the weirdest gig I've done, I think. Okay. Well, that is. Yeah, that's a. Well, I really don't understand. Why the guy didn't actually do it himself? <laughs> oh, the heckler! Yes, like because he's already heckled you by saying. Well, because so, I had my back to him. Yeah, he didn't know I was listening. Because you must do this, like do you know when you get into your material words, muscle memory. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like kind of working out what's going on in the room, or is someone saying anything? Is there something that you can pick up on? Yeah. So I think because I was talking, he. He clocked out. I wasn't listening to him as well. Did he not know that you have ears also? <laughs> no, I guess not. Or he's just <laughs> room, uh, you know, the voices carry in the spare room of a yeah. Hilton. Oh. The, the Hilton off the motorway in Northampton. Oh, I mean, that just sounds like quality to me. Yeah, I, I like, do you know, there's some gigs where you, you still have PTSD and you're kind of, you might be in the shower or you'll wake up in bed and be like, oh God, that happened. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Like you're <laughs> dude, you're describing about thirty percent of my Edinburgh run. <laughs> that is there is good when you have to go, guys. You get the the end. I've stopped talking now, so that's the punchline. You can yeah, you can laugh, you can laugh, or you can just ignore me like you have been doing, <laughs> and that's fine. And that's fine. Keep texting. That's cool. Yeah, like like that. Yes, rugby weekend in Edinburgh. <laughs> that's 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 fine. Just you do. You, you just keep doing what you're doing in an open bar. I had an awful uh, like five minutes in. I was doing twenty minutes out in Vienna, uh, and there's a five minute bit I do about flirting. Mm -hmm. But I hadn't worked out that most people English is the second language, and I was saying flirting, <laughs> and they all looked dumbstruck. And I was like, "Oh, this bit is just not working <laughs> at all." And I was talking about flirting, and they were all confused. And then at the end of it, I went. You guys know what flirting is, right? And they were like, flirting. Oh, now it makes sense about what you were talking about with the girl. And she's not, she doesn't want to talk to you. I was like, so what do you think I've been talking about for five minutes? And they're like, we, we were just kind of nodding. And that's, that's one that gets me because I'm like, that's a whole five minutes of people just looking at me going, what the fuck's he on about? I, just, I, just, I don't like the polite audience. I mean, oh. like, I don't like the polite, like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, if you're not going to laugh, then I'd prefer you just to be stony-faced, right? Yeah, you get somewhere they're kind of nodding and smiling, and you're like, God, I am dying on my arse here. And then they'll come up to you afterwards and be like, that was great. Yeah. I was like, oh, you should kill yourself, because you're meant to reward us if yeah. you think that's great. <laughs> we are fragile beings. We, we are. Um, I did, like, I had one like that, on, I had one like that on, um, this week. I'm not going to mention the day or the name, but, like, yeah. I had one like that this week where it just went, like, so... I felt like I was dying, but then I looked out in the audience and there were people just like laughing and smiling, laughing and not like just silently laughing and smiling. I was like, come on, come on, just make a little bit of noise, please. And I prefer, I, you know, I'd actually prefer a heckle yeah. to that because then you can work with it, can't you? Yeah, I don't mind a heckle if it's from someone who knows when to shut up. Yeah. Some people heckle when you're doing great and be like, I was just helping you out. And you're like, oh, I hate you. Yeah. I hope your missus cheats on you. Because <laughs> they, they will be like, it works with Jimmy Carr. Like, we're in a pub and I'm five metres away from you. Yeah. It's not the same. And also, that is the go-to thing with Jimmy Carr. Like, yeah. that's what you go there for. Not all of us are Jimmy Carr audiences. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't go to ballet and be like, you shit. Yes, you would. It works with Jimmy Carr. <laughs> Oh man, uh, where did you? I have to. I have to get onto this a little bit because I've been watching your Twitter for a minute. But where did the love for Toby Carberry start? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I think because we'd been like, I moved down here with two other scousers. Yeah. And like, roasting is our uh, a cultural thing of north, especially the northwest. I think it comes from like you know working class Catholic background. Mm. On a Sunday, family day. Uh, you know, you go to church and then you'd have your Sunday roast. And we have a dish called Scouse. Uh, have you heard of Scouse? I've heard of Scouse, yeah. Which is, Scouse is just the leftovers from Sunday that you have on a Monday. Yeah. And you throw in an extra potato. Yeah. Um, and the roast dinners in London, uh, 
just diabolical. It's always like fifteen pounds, yeah. and they always reinvent it. Yeah, like we've put it on a bit of slate. Yeah, and we've we've made the potatoes out of fig leaves, <laughs> and we're going to use a spork <laughs> while you're in front of this fish tank. And there was no traditional, and you know, Toby Carveries are dotted all around. I never had like a big big thing for them, but they're always great to go to for a hangover. Yeah, and uh, we just gave up on the the fact that you know. Because when we first moved down here, we moved, we were on the Isle of Dogs, and we're like, I guess that's it for Toby's. We can always cook a roast, you know. Yeah. You know how to cook a roast, but if you're hungover, you don't really want to, because no. you've got so many dishes if you do it properly. Mm. Uh, and then we were like, oh, you know, there's a Toby at the end of the Central Line, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'd we'd been here like a year and a half, <laughs> not realizing like there's a Toby Carvery here. That's <laughs> near, that's near Ilford, isn't it? That's near. Uh, yes, Nesbrook. Yeah, Nesbrook. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, and then so it became like a joke, and then I started introducing comedians to Toby Carvery, mm. especially like uh, people who weren't English, who like the roast dinner isn't really a big thing to them. I'd be like, it's it's a buffet, yeah, of roast dinner, <laughs> <laughs> and like you you can just be diabolical. There. There's no judgment, like you, and it's pretty much a game of Tetris when you go in, mm. like you, and you can go back though as well. Yeah, and you can you can go for as many plates as how much you hate yourself. Um, and uh, <laughs> so we started taking uh, like different comedians to, and just introducing them to Toby Carvey. And then we're like, well, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll start tagging them in. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I started tagging Toby Carvey on Twitter and then I got to know their social media team. Like, cause I'd do silly stuff on Twitter, but then I'd DM them and be like, look, I'm only joking about, you know, bloody blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I started this campaign of getting them to follow me on Twitter. <laughs> and they, they were like, you'll, you'd have to do something pretty big for us to follow you on Twitter. So it was actually here. We're at, we're at Vauxhall Comedy Club here now. I did, uh, for, the same, the, for the same week, uh, I did the same set on Toby Carvery in the same clothes. So five nights of this Toby Carvery set. We're in the same clothes. So I could cut together like a great mm. uh, five on Toby Carvery and then put it up on... Twitter and I was like, "Look, this—it's not mean spirited, yeah, yeah. which is very hard to do—to pick a subject yeah, yeah. and not be mean about Toby Carvery." Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they were like, uh, "Yeah, you still have to do something better." So, <laughs> so I went. Uh, I was gigging in New York, brag, you know. Uh, I was gigging at open mics in New York. So, Fair enough. Um, and uh, I got a message from them saying, "Check your, check your followers." Oh, and they'd waited till I'd went out to New York to treat me to follow me on Twitter. And now and again, I'll get an email being like, you've got 10% off or you go, oh. just because I banged the drum. But oh my, God. my Twitter bio says I'm an official ambassador for David Garvey. <laughs> I'm not. They, many, unless it's one specific person in the social media team, a lot of them don't like me. It's quite annoying. Because <laughs> normally it's just people, t- it's just like a family yeah. being like, Hey Toby, we're here. You know, <laughs> we've had two drinks. Whereas I'm like, I'm gonna kill myself in this Toby Carver because <laughs> last night was awful. I'm on a come down. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> you don't get hungry on a come down. No, you don't not. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> but the the love for Toby Carvery is it's it's one of the things that like it is a British institution, but no one I'd never, until I saw your Twitter, no, I'd never really seen anyone really talk about it. <laughs> well, I think what's great about Toby Carvery is they're never, they're never desperate because you you go to any Toby Carvery and mm. they're always just busy enough. Yeah. Like, you don't hear about Toby Carvery's closing. No. And, you know, you haven't been like, uh, oh, Southport FC is now sponsored by Toby Carvery. They're never pushing. No. They're never advertising anywhere because they're like, yeah, we people come if they want to. And that's fine. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of like that, that they're like, we'll just do us. There's no yeah. desperation. And now and again, they'll wipe down the tables. <laughs> There's not... They, everybody understands what it is when they go in. They're like, yeah. you're here to be a pig yeah. and go to our trough. Yes. We've literally got a trough <laughs> of like di- many different potatoes and you sit there and you eat your swill. And, you're, and, you're, and you've got a bowl of gravy and a bowl of gravy. Yeah, four different types of gravy. Come yeah. On. That's it. Do they don't f- get that at Nando's. No, you, you, that is what Nando's are missing. Four different yeah, yeah. types of gra- four different types of gravy. And the self-loathing. Yes. <laughs> well, no. I think it depends on who you are, Nando. It depends on what Nando's yeah. you go to. <laughs> I've been to many Nando's where the clientele have been Toby Carvery-ish. 
and I'm including myself in that in that clientele there. Okay, so no shade thrown. I love whatsoever. that. We're opening a new restaurant. What do we want? The kind of Toby Carvery crowd. <laughs> Not Brewers Fair. That's too low. Yeah. But Toby Carvery. That's... We want the kind of person who works in an office, but when they go for a lunch drink, they're like, oh, I can do free and drive. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Yes. Shall we? <laughs> shall we become franchisees? Yeah, let's let's run a Toby Carvery. Oh my God, Arslan, you in? Yes. Have really. you been to a Toby Carvery before? No, I don't think I have. Well, oh, it's time. Amazing. <laughs> it is. It is time. Do they have a vegetarian option? Yes. Yes, they good. do. My my former housemate, the one of the, the scousers who moved down, she was vegetarian. Okay. And she loved it. They do a good uh, Wellington. Good Wellington. Veggie Wellington. Oh my Ooh. gosh! Right. Okay. I'm. Going back there now. I'm yeah. going back there. Yes. Why not? Do you know what? It's actually quite good to connect yourself to something like that because people will message me and be like, I've just driven past the Toby Carvery. <laughs> and it, it's got me gigs sometimes because there'll be a promoter who's gone past the Toby and be like, oh yeah, Jamie Alton. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, I have the, the one that I was just talking about. I did, when I did the last one, but go past it, I did think, Jamie's probably been there. There you go. But <laughs> 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 well, like the. There's, the other thing is like every you'll know this as a comedian every place you go to you're like could you run a gig here yeah and we've we've messaged them and been like can we do your corporate and they're uh, they're not desperate they're like no <laughs> and we were even like we'll do it for free just so that we can say we did a gig for toby Car yeah. carver and they're like it's not really our thing <laughs> which i love i love that they're like not oh yeah guys this will be cool yeah. we'll, we'll be edgy and we'll get all socials and stuff they're like now nah, we're like busy. Yeah, <laughs> and also like I, I quite respect. I kind of respect a corporate who doesn't get a comedian down for the yeah. entertainment, because nine times out of ten, I haven't done any corporates really. So, but nine times out of ten, the ones I've heard of, most of the people who go to those corporate events don't want comedy. No. Yeah. Uh, I, like, oh, actually, there was a worse gig than the. Uh the boxing ring Here we that go. I did. Here we go. Was, it was a Christmas do. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and it was a nurse's, uh, it was like a group of nurses and you could tell they just wanted to come and get shit-faced. Yeah. It was, uh, the, the table setting was um, banquet style. Oh, jeez. Which is great because that always means at least 50% of the people are facing away from you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the mic was about four meters long, the cord. And I was on the dance floor emceeing, so I couldn't even go over to the people because they were way at the back. They were about 20 feet away from us. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And we had three acts. It was an hour of comedy, and then they had dancing, singing, drinking. So they were all sat there like, we have to endure this yeah. before we get to the thing that we wanted to do. Yeah. And the woman who booked us, because <laughs> there was like a little side hallway where we'd wait as acts were on, the woman who booked us walked past and went, how long until this is finished? <laughs> I was like, this is your idea. You did this. There's no one who we could have got, especially on the budget you gave us. <laughs> who did you get? Well, uh, no, it's just people from the open mic circuit okay. who, were like, who were decent. You know, people were with strong tens. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I think they only had like a twenty, a two hundred pound budget. How many of them actually still do comedy after that gig? <laughs> uh, I think one of them has genuinely quit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not because of that, but maybe there was just a too few many gigs like that. Yeah, maybe. Oh, right. Let's get to the meat and two veggies. Yes, yes. Let's um, go back for extra helpings. The yeah. reason why we're here. The reason why we're here. Um, a little movie um, was released in 1998. The little movie that could. The little movie that... Ex I like that reference. <laughs> um, or couldn't, I guess. Yeah. If, well, we, if we talk about the box office. Yeah, well. Um, the movie's called Hard, Hard Rain. I know usually we talk about sitcoms on this, but mm. I'm making a few exceptions for this one for this season. Because this was... I was going... Again, I feel like I'm stalking you, but I'm not. <laughs> I, was, I looked at your Twitter and you put out a tweet saying... Um, can someone get me something to the effect of? Can someone get me on a podcast? I've got some hard. I've got because I've got some hot. Uh, some hot hot takes. Hot takes on the on the on the movie Hard Rain, which was a silly tweet. Yes, and my takes are not that hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, take <laughs> I mean we'll get to it but my opinion is just this film deserves more 
<laughs> if anyone was waiting for me to be like, oh, wow, he really touched on Palestine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when he was talking about hard rain, didn't he? <laughs> that was meant to be in the sequel. Yeah. 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 Um, it, yeah it was going to be set in Palestine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I looked at that tweet and I thought, all right, let's do this. Because I saw the poster and I had, from looking at the poster of this movie, I saw Christian Slater, Morgan Freeman, and the title Hard Rain. I had no idea what this movie was going to be about from this, po from this poster. So when you hear the title Hard Rain, this is not a comedy. <laughs> no, but I know it's not going to be a comedy, but I, it, it was one of those posters which you couldn't really tell whether it was going to be a, well, whether it was going to be a disaster movie, whether it was going to be one of those pre-Matrix computerized mm. movies, something that was just just after the enemy enemy of the state. Yeah. I, I had no idea what it was about. So I put it, I, tr I tried to watch, I watched it last night and I kid you not, I tried so hard to watch this movie legally. <laughs> I don't think I've yeah. ever tried harder than trying to find a legal copy of this film it's almost like universal and paramount don't want you to see this so there's there's a thing uh it's it's on uh youtube the whole movie's on youtube mm. for free yeah and normally studios like they do regular checks to see what's up on youtube yeah and take it down and if they don't care about a movie they'll leave it up there yeah and this is one of them where it's not on prime it's not on uh, netflix, netflix not on disney no um, you know, I think I don't think iPlayer have ever had it up. No. Um, uh, yeah, it is really hard to watch it. Yeah. So if anyone's listening to this and they're like, oh, I'll give that a watch, you know, good luck. Well, YouTube, <laughs> it's on YouTube, yeah. YouTube, 720p. But I went a bit further because I wanted it in full, <laughs> full high, full high definition. So I went to another undisclosed, another undisclosed website. Yes, get, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. For satirical allegedly, reasons. Yeah, for satirical reasons. We'll say, yeah, for satirical reasons. Um, everything I say henceforth may or may not, may or may not <laughs> be true. You cannot, and uh, yeah. Um, I got a 1080p, and I got a 1080p version, and you know what? I feel so much better for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I mean, we, uh, me and my housemate, we watched it this week mm. uh, just as a refresher in the way that the uh, makers would have wanted. Yes. Uh, in low resolution whilst playing Angry Birds 2 on our phones. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Is that a shout out to Hubert Mayer? To Hubert Mayer? Yeah, my housemate Hubert Mayer, alleged yeah. comedian. Alleged comedian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, with English being a second language, he struggles, bless him. Uh, he's Austrian. <laughs> uh, so I have to explain, like, so it's raining quite hard. <laughs> Uh, I mean, should we go through the the, the plot of this? Oh, right, yeah. So the plot of this movie, right? Yeah, it's so, a little town, uh, a little American town. Yeah. Uh, Christian, very handsome Christian Slater. Oh my God, what a, <laughs> what a specimen! <laughs> yeah, he, I think he's great in this, but he's uh, he he's only been he's an armored car yeah uh, driver. He's been working for a couple of months, and the the banks want them to clear out the the banks before this massive. Uh, torrential flood hits this town. Yeah, but Morgan Freeman, the scallywag. Yeah, uh, he wants bad to, guy. Yeah. Evil, evil Morgan Freeman. Very rare. Very yes. rare. Yes, uh, evil Morgan Freeman. Because last time Christian Slater and Morgan Freeman were paired together was Robin Hood. When yeah, they were, yeah. They were goodies. Uh, he uh, he wants to rob it, but the rain is starting to rise in the town, so that yeah. adds some complications. It does. It really does. So. Um, the cast in this is pheno is kind of phenomenal, right? Yeah, you've got Christian Slater, Morgan Freeman, uh, Housewives' favorite Randy Quaid. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yep. coming off the back of Independence Day, I think. Yes, he was. Uh, and Mini Driver. Mini Driver. You've also got Betty White. Yes. <laughs> and rest in peace. And Ed Asner. Rest in peace. Yeah, Ed Asner. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Asner. Exactly. Um, he what like he probably was. One of my favorite, well, not my favorite scene in the movie, but he was brilliant. Yeah, the they have a great, like, they actually make a, a kind of social commentary on uh, kind of people who've worked their whole lives in, you know, uh, working class uh, jobs, like working in an armored car. Yeah. Because Christian Slater is a young guy and he's saying, I want to be out of the, you know, he's looking down on the job. Yeah. He's not proud of it. No. But by the end of the film, maybe he'll realize he's suited to it. Yeah. Or he should just steal some of the money. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he's, like they, they, the script isn't that bad. No, this. well, in that, well, especially well in that car scene with Ed Asner and Christian Slater, there 
was well there was a bit of a father a father a father son relationship kind of dynamic kind of there or if you I think he's his uncle yeah uh but yeah you get the feeling Christian Slater's dad maybe isn't around or uh, or um more of a um cop um high level cop and rookie, a rookie cop yeah, kind of thing yeah. if we're going back if we're going to the like the move the kind of movie tropes that this is clearly trying to well maybe not emulate but yeah um he's brilliant in this and but one thing but just one thing really really bugged me right there's obviously they're driving and you can see there's a massive flood and there's no road ahead right yeah. literally no no road like genuinely no road ahead here right what would you do? Would you stop the car and maybe go back, or would you floor be, it, absolutely go, floor, floor it. it, go forward, <laughs> floor yeah. into the deepest water? Yes. Why well, are we? Can we spoil it on this? I, I I think the people who've seen this movie <laughs> pause this, go watch it on YouTube, but you find out uh, kind of halfway through, mm-hmm. Ed Asner was in on the robbery. Yes, he was. So I think retrospectively, you can think, well, he's in a rush to get to the location where they were gonna uh, rob the truck yeah so that's why he's he's rushing through but he does just plow straight he into really like does, yeah. <laughs> a huge amount of water <laughs> but they, they they have christian slater kind of says look out yeah he does but um, it has us like nope yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope this money floats fuck it <laughs> <laughs> um so they're getting the water they're getting the water and lo and behold who's on the other side who's they see a they see they get stuck they see some lights at the end. They see some lights at the end. At the end of a um, at the other side. Uh, yeah. side of the wall. Morgan Freeman. Oh, it's, the, no, it's, the, it's the coast guard. It's definitely the coast guard, isn't oh, yeah. it? <laughs> definitely the national guard has come to save them, right? <laughs> yeah. They wave the hands like, yeah, we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here. Um, signs of massive, bright, definitely non-evil light in their faces. <laughs> to bl- and as especially pl- as and uh, Hubert, my housemate, was livid at this. The whole film, it looks like it. There's daylight happening. <laughs> Everything is so well lit in this yeah. film for, for a, a flood that's happening at midnight. Yeah. Um. So they can already see them anyway. So but, Christian Slater's right to be suspicious. I quite like how that plays out. Yeah, because he said um, he said wasn't there was the light there was the line there um which is why something about why that's a re- that's a really bright light whereas um and Ed Asner says something like that and so. The, yeah, um, he, they can, so they can see us, or and then Christian Slayer goes, or is it because so that we can't see them? Ooh, oh, intrigue! Yeah, ooh. Ooh. and that's meant to make you lean forward in your seat and be like, ooh, "What's going on yeah, here?" Yeah, yeah. Although um, we've already met Morgan Freeman's mates in a bar, and we yeah. know that they're about to rob the place. Yeah, they do scream like band of thieves, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> I but, like it. They're a misfit group of people who've been hard done by. Yes. Everyone's this town is really bad for just screwing people over. Oh yeah, terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, but there's, I, you get to they get to they get to the they. I don't want to spoil. Well, no, shit, we're gonna spoil it. They kill off Ed Asner by, by accident. Yeah, they shoot Ed Asner in the neck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, they have like the dumbest person in the world on Morgan Freeman's crew. Kenny, man. Kenny, Kenny give best... Kenny a bl- uh, an empty gun or even a block of wood. He wouldn't notice. Yeah. Give Kenny two sausages glued together as his gun, because uh, he's straight straight off. When Christian Slater reaches for his gun, Kenny decides, well, we might as well shoot the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Morgan Freeman uh, justifies it by saying, well, I didn't tell Kenny that the guy was in on it. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but okay, but wouldn't if you were running a if you were running a heist, wouldn't you say, okay, here's a picture of the guy, yeah. right? That we're getting the money off. Do not shoot this man, <laughs> right? It is very important that this man is still alive or woman, because you know it's 21st century yeah. now. Yeah, this person is still alive. Do not shoot him. That's kind of Morgan Freeman's fault now, and I don't like saying that about Morgan Freeman, but it was his fault. Yeah, he should have at some point said. I mean, I think they justify it by saying Kenny's got a big mouth. In that case, don't bring him in on the heist. Yeah, and he, he says, "Well, I promised his dad I'd look after him." Give him some of the money afterwards. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, like he should be like the Jamie Kennedy in the and the Empire and Empire State um, uh, Enemy of the State. Yeah, basically the guy in the back. He does, stays in a van. Yeah, but don't turn the TV on. Yeah, exactly. Help him make him think he's doing IT. Yeah, but it's actually just like CFAX. Yes. So <laughs> he's just looking at the different holidays to Turkey. <laughs> uh, so 
killed her ass. Not Christian Slater. Then some he they then walk they walked they go to they go to the they go to the van, go to get the money. Wouldn't you know it? Money's nowhere to be seen. Omg! Wow. Uh, and, what uh, a predicament for them. I know. And uh, Christian Slater's nowhere to be seen as well. No, he's took the money. Yeah, he has. Um, how did he manage? How he does manage to take the money is anyone's guess. <laughs> yeah, he hides it in a grave because uh, they're in a graveyard. All of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, but no, ha- you're forgetting a you're, very, you're forgetting a very important bit, sir. Um, he is, he has a sack full of the money. Yes, like Santa. Like, <laughs> yes. He's like, dragging sacks of money. <laughs> I, through, I assume, the wa- through the water. Yeah, through it. the water. Yeah. Um, he yeah he goes and hides it, and then he gets he gets into a school. The, the bad crew know that he's gone into the high school. Yes. Because during a flood that is rapidly well, rising and it's sending trees everywhere, mm-hmm. someone notices a broken window and goes, must have gone in there. He's in there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> must have gone in. Like, everything's broke at this point because there has been, like, the, they keep making a point of going back to the dam and the, the guy in the dam is releasing water and everyone's yeah. getting smashed, but, like, mm, he's probably in, probably probably in, going in the high school. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, and that leads to I think that's a great set piece in the in the high school because oh, they're on jet is. skis, aren't they? Dude, I would I, I I don't say this lightly. I was kind of on the edge of my seat. Yeah, that scene. <laughs> it was just so well. Like it, it is okay. Let's let's make no bones about this. It is a stupid movie. Don't get me mm. wrong. However, it is a well shot stupid movie. I, I, yeah, I think one of the things they do really well mm. is have different levels of rain. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't... You come for the hard rain, you get the hard rain. Yeah. Uh, but, like, they, they make a point when they go to a boat shop to steal some stuff for them to get around. Mm. Morgan Freeman says, no, we need something with shallow draft. Yeah. Because they're looking at, like, a massive speedboat. And he's like, no, we'll take the jet skis and this, like, little rowing boat. Yeah. Um, and so... At this point, the water's still low enough that uh, Christian Slater can still run around in it. Mm. Uh, so that you have jet skis going around the halls of an American high school. Quite clearly that they've only been given two hallways that they can fill with water. Yeah. And they just shoot them two hallways back <laughs> to back. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a great... Like Nowadays, you can see stuff in HD, so you can see like, well, that's not that actor, that's a stuntman. Yeah. But it's still like real jet skis banging into... Uh, you know, walls and going through windows. Yeah, uh, and and you at at the end of it, you get a really dramatic. Uh, Christian Slater drives a jet ski through a window. Yes, uh, which would probably kill you. <laughs> like I lost count at the amount of times that people crash through glass windows with no blood on them. Yeah, it's quite a bloodless film. Apart from when they're getting stabbed. Yeah. Okay, and even then, occasionally they'll still survive for a while. Yeah, people get shot in this and walk it off. Yeah, they do. Um, it's kind of like, yeah, just it's a bit like a sprint, a, a shot, a shot in this in this film is a bit like you know, stopping yeah. your toe. It's like, it's like someone saying some harsh words to you. Yeah, I think this was probably a PG thirteen. It's a fifteen over here, and probably a PG thirteen in the states where they push it a bit, but not, not too bad. I think it was an R. Or was it? I think it may have been. Can you? Can you? There's, there's can only you... one F bomb, I think. Or. Uh, there's an F, there's an F bomb, but there's a lot of blood. Can you check yeah. that to see what it was rated in the states? If it was a PG thirteen or an R? Oh, you can tell it's a proper podcast when yeah. we get to. Yeah, uh, he gets to stop pull looking it up. at porn. <laughs> <laughs> he, do you know what? Could you write the name, please? Um, hard rain. See, that's how much attention he pays, <laughs> right? Hard there, rain, American rating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there was a, there was an episode right where it was me. I can't remember who. I can't remember who it was, who the guest was. However, I could hear a sound in my headphones, right? <laughs> he was on the phone. <laughs> wow. Uh, I love it. Yeah, That's babe. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just at one of these shitty podcasts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Toby Carver, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, yeah. No, there's one in Snares, but really good. 3.1. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what, um, what, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Was it not um, PG 13? Was it an R? 15. Yeah, in so America. 15 in the UK, 15. but they tend to make them for like the States. Yeah. What was it in the States? Um, God, this is rated R for violence. Oh, oh wow. Hey, there we go. I told then, you. I feel like if that was an R, they could have went for it. Yeah, but they. Um, but the thing is, they said enough shits and enough, yeah. other, and enough other things, and there was, a lot, there was a lot of blood. Yeah. Oh, actually, there is an attempted rape in this as well. Oh, yes. You would think... Uh, I mean, it, just um, when you thought it could, more, they couldn't throw more things at the screen... Yeah. Yeah. Someone tries to rape someone. Someone tries in to a rape. In storm. Poor, poor mini driver. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, 
I mean, you, you shouldn't laugh at attempted rape, but it, it's a laughable attempt, is what I'd say. Because he decides he's going to sexually assault her while they're submerged under, mostly underwater. Yeah. In a house that the second floor is not underwater. Yeah. Um, you he's, know. he's not the smartest. No. No. Um, he gives a bad name to rapists, I'll say yeah, it. I don't yeah, mind saying yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll go on record as saying it. This guy, bad. Yeah, he's a terrible person. Yeah. Terrible. He's a silly goose. Yes, he is. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, so they could have gone harsher on the violence then, I think. I um, I think they went harsh enough for what it was. Actually, well, there was... I'm gonna, I did a bit of research into this movie, right? Um, Morgan Freeman is quoted, as, is quoted as saying, when they were doing a test screening for the audience, um, he was initially meant to die in the movie. Ah. But then the audience came back and yeah. said, no, we don't want Morgan Freeman to die. Because he's, he's quite a complex character for, uh, you know, a silly 90s throwaway action movie. Oh, because he, he starts out as the villain. Mm. Uh, we haven't even mentioned the cops yet. Oh, yeah. So uh, Christian Randy Slater, has a, he, he finds the, the sheriff and the, the played police by force. Played by Randy played Quaid. Played by Randy Quaid, yeah. yeah. Quite a subdued Randy Quaid for... For what Randy, well, Randy do. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but he's he's the sheriff. His backstory is that he's been voted out. I didn't know sheriffs got voted. No. Nope. <laughs> no, it was, it was the... Wait, was... The mayor screwed him over, apparently. And then he... Yeah, so it's his last his, his last thing that he's doing as sheriff. Yeah. Is making sure that the town stays safe. Yeah. With all his deputies. Uh, so you, you think when Christian Slate sees the sheriff, um, well, meets his team, mm. oh, well, uh, they'll, they'll side with them, so it's going to be... The police and Christian Slater versus Morgan Freeman's team. Yeah. Plot twist. The police decide to steal the money. Yeah. And they're a bit more evil than Morgan Freeman's team because they never actually wanted to hurt anyone. So that's also so that's also social commentary saying that money will make you do things that yes. you don't want to do. Yes. Absolute power corrupts. Absolute reign. Exactly. Absolutely <laughs> reigns. That's the phrase, isn't it? Do you know what? I am so disappointed that no one in the movie looked to the camera and went, this is some hard rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, w that was the thing that I was waiting for at the end of I this. I think they should have had a character called Rain. And the yeah. whole time been like, oh, God, Rain is so hard. Oh, no, that would have been, yeah. been past the R rating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rain is so hard to deal with but, right now. It is. Uh, I mean, when you talk tonally and like the, the rating that it got, mm. Reading up on, I also read a bit of Wikipedia. What? The template they were using mm. was Speed. It's like Speed had been a huge hit, mm -hmm. and the the writer of that script he came up with this, and they were like, "This is going to be the next Speed," so we'll do that. And then when you when you watch it through the lens of like they were trying to recreate Speed, mm -hmm. you've got uh, you know a charismatic villain, Randy Quaid, yeah. Dennis Hopper, Christian Slater is kind of uh, very Keanu Reevesy. Yeah. Um, that relationship he has with Minnie Driver is very Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Um, and yeah, tonally, it's the violence is kind of the same level. Yeah, and also there's jet skis and speedboats. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. So speed is a cat is a thing, and this is definitely and a, speed. They were like, it, it's a bus is going fast. Speed, that rain's coming down hard. Yeah. Hard rain. Hard rain. Yeah. That I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if this at one point was meant to be what speed to cruise control was meant to, was supposed to be i mean this film has a lot of uh critics but this is far better than speed 2 cruise control i've not seen it yet i've not seen speed 2 cruise control yet it is bad and you, when you think willem dafoe is the baddie in speed 2 cruise control and we must respect it by giving it the full title yes we must uh which given how Die Hard laid down uh how you should title a sequel hmm. It should have been called Speed 2, Speed Harder. Speedier. <laughs> Speedier. Or Even faster. Speed <laughs> <laughs> but then that boat goes pretty slow in Speed 2. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Mini Driver for a second. Yeah, okay. I really, I genuinely like I genuinely like her in things. Mm. And I like that and I've listened to her interviewed and I've listened to a bit of her podcast and she seems pretty cool. Um what Action was she meant to be doing in this movie? <laughs> because there were times where it was it sounded American-ish, but then she'd say things like, "Oh no," <laughs> and she's about as she's about as she gets knocked over by water. By water. And I, I like the idea that the director from Take to Take would be like, "I think in this moment your character's from London." Yeah, you're. This is Ken a Kensington vibe. 
Yes. And then sometimes they'd be like, give me some of that Seattle vibe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think she's great in this, though. She makes all this, she probably makes the smartest choices. Yeah. Apart from attempted murder of a, of a deputy. Yeah, apart from that. Yeah. Before anything really kicked off, uh, the, the is it Wayne? No, no, Wayne's the, the rapey boy, isn't he? Rapey, oh, yeah. Um, but there's, there was, there's the a, other there's a, there was the other sheriff. Yeah, who should not be. Jimmy, a, wasn't it? There was a guy, was it? No, Jimmy's the guy up in the dam. Okay. Uh, but the idiot, the the really dumb one, who should not be a policeman. Uh, I mean, yeah. Maybe this is a critique. Who, get, who gets asked? Police. Who, who gets asked? To, who got? Who gets asked to take her home? Yeah. Right? He's like, get Mini Driver out of town because there's some hard rain coming down. Yeah. And uh, she pushes. And this him is out all whilst Christian Slater has been arrested and is in and is has been locked away. Oh, if you want anxiety, this scene, the the scene where Christian Slater is locked in the cell. Oh, but I, wait, we we've we've jumped a bit. We jumped a bit because we didn't talk about the church. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're mini driver. Yeah, how exciting this film is! <laughs> I'm just jumping all over the place. Yes. But yeah, Christian Slater is a he, he he gets into the church. Yeah, after going into the high school, mm. he gets into the he gets into the he gets into the church. And I don't know what the crime rate in this small peaceful town is. Yeah. But everyone is terrified of looters, <laughs> <laughs> to the point that mini driver thinks that if looting during a flood happens, people are coming for the church. Yeah. They're coming for the stained glass windows. And, well, technically. She's not wrong because he did come. Yeah. He did go into the church. I, I mean, that would have been a nice subplot if Christian Slater the whole time is also trying to loot the town. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking like enough things he can put in his pockets. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, she knocks him out. Um, yeah. it, uh, I think he's wearing, uh, he's wearing a, a jacket that shows that he's not security because he's put a, another jacket on, hasn't he? Yeah. To, um, and here, so she's not religious because you can't have someone too religious in these action movies. Otherwise, no. it won't, uh, you know, play well. Yeah, to other places. But not she, that it did play well. No, anyway. yeah. <laughs> Nineteen million on a seventy million on a seventy million dollar budget. Yeah, that, <laughs> we, we haven't got across that, have we? <laughs> no. When when I watched this, I was like, oh, this must have cost like thirty to forty million. This cost seventy million. Yeah. Dollars. That it's. I mean. The effects are good. Yeah. But that must be like Christian Slater and his hate. That was Christian Slater and his almost in his hate and his in yeah. his heyday. Mini Driver in definitely in her heyday. And Morgan Freeman just as he's starting to become the Morgan Freeman yeah. that we know and love. The I, I think I genuinely think this is the whole time the the producers and the directors have been like, guys, of which look at what speed made. Of which Christian Slater was a co producer yes. in this movie, yeah. yeah. This is his passion project. Yes, it was. Which is why it's time for Hard Rain 2. Rain Harder. Mate, <laughs> if you could make a sequel to this movie, how would you do it? Uh, oh, snow? Would we do snow or... Uh, ski resort. Oh, a ski resort. Oh. And you'd have to have a... Com it's... I mean, there'd be some good set pieces if people are chasing people, but then we already had... We kind of had snow and mountains with uh, Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, yeah. <gasps> we do an in-universe Cliffhanger Hard Rain sequel. Oh, yes. There we go. Someone's trying to with a, st uh, steal uh, the big competition money from a ski resort. Yeah. And weirdly, they have a chest full of cash instead of a check. <laughs> uh, and it's up to Christian Slater's now security at the ski resort Yeah. to join up with Sylvester Stallone's... I want to say Gabe? Yeah. Gabe something. Yeah, 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 we'll do, yeah. From Cliffhanger. And also with a cameo from Chris um, Chris, um, Chris O'Donnell from Vertical Limit. Oh, beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Still moaning about it. <laughs> <laughs> that time he had to cut his dad's rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's always funny watching someone lose a parental figure oh. on movies. Um, I was gonna, so, oh, uh, yeah, mini so driver, Mini Driver. driver. Yeah. She's not religious. No. But... She's uh, she's protecting the church. Uh, what was the priest doing? We don't know. This <laughs> <laughs> is probably a deleted scene where as soon as it's raining, he's like, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, the, the Vatican was just moving me around because of some past expressions anyway. So yeah. I've been moved over to Boston. I'll, I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, we need to protect the stained glass windows. Which there is actually a very funny callback. Yeah. Right at the end of this. Yeah, where Chris was saying, it's like, yeah, well. Um, the rain sure. probably put the fire out, which <laughs> yeah. is why they felt confident enough to drive the boat through the windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the dialogue in this movie is is magical. Yeah, and I think they, everyone, uh, no one seems to be phoning it in. No. Which, when you think, like, 
you know, when you hear stories about like uh, the abyss, or uh, you know, all movies underwater are horrible to film. Yeah. And they were like, "You're gonna." Sp By the time we start the film, the yeah. town's flooded. Yeah. And the crew is gonna piss in Everton. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's always a, a. It's kind of like a rule. It's like, no, you don't go to the toilet. Just piss where the actor is gonna act in a bit. Yeah. Um. So they must have been months in just piss water. Um. I love Hollywood movies where everyone. It's one of those. It is one of those movies where we'll go back and let's cut back very quickly to the the scene in the prison, right? Um, where he's completely submerged on he's completely submerged underwater and he's got like a little he's got like a little straw that he's got a yeah he takes out. his yeah. flashlight uh, yeah because that's another thing Christian Slater makes smart decisions in this yeah I think yeah they while they're not sure who Christian Slater is they lock him in the prison yeah and then the dam releases a a fresh amount of water mm. uh, and it's very fresh for when have underwater scenes because yeah. it's never like muddy <laughs> or murky no never it's like swimming in an la pool it is the it, there's definitely some chlorine in that thing. yeah <laughs> like there's the cleanest sewage water that i think i've ever i've ever seen <laughs> and when you think when they're acting they had like the key grips piss in there as well <laughs> but uh, on christian slater's insistence which is weird uh but uh, <laughs> he he gets uh he gets locked in and then the the prison cell starts getting flooded uh which is like a really well-made scene. Yeah. Because um, you are like... And then a, a telephone pole comes through the window, filmed kind of like it's got an intention to kill Christian Slater. Yeah. Because it's like a... P, they do a POV shot of the tele telephone pole <laughs> coming and smashing through the uh, through the, the prison cell, and you think like, oh, this is going to break the door so he can get out. Do you think that maybe there might have been in one cut of this... That might have been thrown by one of the thrown <laughs> by one of the bad guys. Not that it would have made any <laughs> physical sense, but I think there was a cut where uh, things started to become sentient <laughs> in the movie, including telegraph poles. <laughs> uh, and that's why kind of uh, boats react differently to how they would. That's Normally, what, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the prison cell fills up. They do quite a good uh, a good gag where he's trying to reach for the keys. Yeah. And you think, oh, it's the prison cell keys. And it floats over, and you're like, oh, this is how he's going to get out. And when he gets them, they're car keys. Yes. And he, he comes up with a little uh, a little jibe, even though he's about to drown. He's yeah. like, oh, great, I can drive out of here. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, it's, if you suffer from anxiety, this is the scene to do it, because there's no way out. And you think, oh, he's, he's, how is he not going to drown on this? <laughs> and then he pulls out the light fixture at the top, gets his torch, and he, he's breathing through it. Yeah. And then who shows up to save him? Mini, Mini driver. driver. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. So she, um, this is the easiest prison cell I've ever seen to access from the roof. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just need a pen knife. That's all. Yeah. And literally, that's all you need. Yeah. So a few screws and then that's it. You're out. If this was like Rio Bravo or one of like the old westerns, you wouldn't need any of that bloodshed. You could just send someone at midnight to be like just. Just open the roof. There's a hatch. Uh, but yeah, she saves him. Uh, I hope he says thank you. Okay. He says something action. He says the action movie equivalent of yeah. thank you. And yeah, one of them like I was just hanging around. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, like just um, what do you call? It? I'm trying to think of an action, a classic cheesy yeah. action movie. I just dropped in. Yeah. Thanks. I'd be like, I've just shit my pants. <laughs> I nearly fucking drowned. Did you see that? And I've, I'm down a torch. And it's nighttime, so that would have been helpful. This all happened over the course of one night, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it's all one night. Um, I, I mean, Mini Driver, she makes the decision to go save him. Yeah. There's an alternate reality where she was like, ah, oh, well, he's fucked. Screw it. <laughs> Betty White with a shotgun. Can we talk about that very Oh, much? Betty White is amazing in this. Yes. Yeah. As, like the the payoff as well so uh she's got a, a harangued husband who yeah. she's always nagging at him uh so they they she's told that we meet betty white at the start and she's setting traps around her house with her husband yeah because again this town is full of looters full of looters <laughs> are, are they expecting looters to come from other towns or to, maybe it's surfing looters who just <laughs> when the right climate is in this town they go looting what do they loot uh, 80 year old woman because <laughs> she's got loads of Wheel of Fortune taped on VHSs that she wants to save um, but she's yeah she she gets probably most of the comedy uh, in this because uh, she's constantly most of the intentional comedy 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's constantly nagging uh, her husband, and then the payoff towards the end is that he he has a go at her and says, "I'm going to go back to the killers. I'm yeah. going to ask them to shoot you or shoot me. It doesn't make <laughs> a difference." Ah, <laughs> oh, rest in peace, man. Yeah, rest in peace. What a legend. Ah, um, I'm annoyed that they deleted the sex scene. Uh, between her and her husband, her husband, Mini Driver, and Christian Slater. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh man, that would I would pay good money. Yeah, all on uh, all on one speedboat. All as well. on H- I thought you were going to say, but you can catch it all on HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Release the white cut. Ah, oh, the it. Betty white cut. Jesus, that sounds bad, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, dude, that it's been. That, I think that's. That's the pod. That's the podcast. I think so. Quite, very quick, very quickly. Um, if you had to remake it, how would you do it? Uh, harder rain. Harder rain. I think. Yeah. So maybe a uh, sleet or like you get stuff where it, it it's actually it hurts. Yes. Um, sharks. Yes. That's what this needed. Well, well I, mean, I guess the, the area that's filmed is probably alligator country, isn't it? Well, I, that's what I was thinking because Betty White, right? She plays a very similar character in the movie Lake Placid, yeah. right? So I thought, and there was a part of me that was thinking, all right, is Lake Placid a semi-sequel to this? Because Betty White in that movie <laughs> has a shotgun and she's raising alligators. I love that very- your approach to watching movies is just constantly thinking it's the same character that you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> like watching, watching Terminator 3 going, well, he was very good as a cop in kindergarten. He was. So he'll be good with children. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, recommendation. This gets 10 Jamies out of 10. 10 Jamies out of 10? Good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd i say a very good 7. I'd say a good 11, uh, 11 out of 10. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Yes. I mean, Arsene, are you going to watch it based on our recommendations? Yeah, definitely. Sounds fucking funny. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, Jamie, um, look into that cameraman and where can they where, tell people where they can find you. Probably Toby Carvery and Snursbrook, but if you uh, want me on social media, I'm at Jay Allerton on Twitter and Allerton Jamie on Instagram, where you can see me cycle most days. It's exciting, isn't it? It is. I've seen the cycle videos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just see my feet and handlebars if you've got a kink for that. There you go. And also you've got What's The Deal Comedy. Oh, yeah. What's The Deal Comedy. If you follow What's The Deal Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, we run uh, average to OK gigs around London. Uh, so look us up. We do a regular in Stag's Head in Hoxton, which is a lot of people consider one of the worst comedy gigs in London. <laughs> so worth checking out. <laughs> All right, man. It's been a fucking pleasure. Oh, cheers, man. It's, it's fun. Genuine pleasure. All right. That is a podcast. Thank you, Arslan. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Dude, that was fun. That was, that uh, was really good fun. Yeah, it was good. I can't. Oh, like, cheers, man. It's.